Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Nathaniel Hackett, who I uh, was never particularly fond of when he was the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, now the head coach for the Denver Broncos and is the NFL subject of the day after uh, frustrating football fans everywhere, including Peyton Manning, wildly. Uh, by, uh, and Shannon Sharp. And Shannon Sharp by letting the clock run down before uh, uh, attempting a 64-yard field goal to try to win the game. It was fourth and five, and instead of giving Russ a chance to uh, win it, went for a 64-yard field goal. The most hilarious part of the whole thing was if you were watching Manning cast to watch Peyton Manning and Shannon Sharp apoplectic as the apoplectic as the as the clock ran down were you also apoplectic Jeffrey what were your thoughts as this was unfolding so I don't think I was apoplectic because I was confused I think you're confused right you know what I mean like you you assume this is this is kind of me needing to remember one of my own messages that I preach just because these people have jobs that you would love to have does not mean that they're Uh impressive. And I just assumed that there was some grand strategy and I was just, well, there was a strategy. I don't do do you, don't you think there was, don't you think he he let the clock run down because he knew he was going to attempt the field goal? So that was the grand strategy. I think, or do you think he attempted a field goal because he let the clock run down? I think he froze. I think I think he froze. I think Russell froze. I think everyone froze. I do think that if you are committed to kicking the field goal, then you let the clock run down, right? To to leave them as much time as possible. The only argument, though, that I I guess I would put against it is, if you're going to kick a 64 yard field goal, you do have to accept you're probably there's a decent chance you're not going to make it. They had all their timeouts, so why not? kick it as soon as you can. That way, if he misses it, you can use the timeouts to try to get the ball back. Yeah, it was like a minute, essentially, at that point. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, McManus obviously has a big leg, right? We know that. Correct. But uh, if you look at his history. Yes. Warren Sharp yards, had this. Of 62 yards or longer. Here is his history of 62 yards or longer. In 2016, he tried a 62-yarder. Ah, missed 2018, he tried a 62-yarder, ah, just a little outside. He missed. In 2021, he tried a 63-yarder. How'd that go, Jeffrey? This time it was different. In 2019, he tried a 64-yarder. Yeah, no. 
And in 2021, he tried a 70-yarder. How'd that one go, Jeff? Yeah. He's 0 for 5. I would also like to know how many of those were in Denver. Because, you know what I mean, kicking in Denver is different than kicking in Seattle. Oh, that's true, too. Uh, So uh, he's 0 for 5 from 60. I I just... Jeff, he was 2. Fourth and 5 is not. Like, I don't know the conversion rate. on. What do you think the conversion rate? And, of course, it's different for each team, different for each quarterback, different for each, you know, circumstance. What do you think the basic fourth and five conversion rate is? It, you, the, you, defense has the advantage there very clearly, right? Likely not going to get it. Yeah, I, I would say it's sub-50. Um, Certainly sub-50. Is it 30? Is it 25? Is it, you know? But whatever. It's better than a 64-yard field goal. Oh, there's no question on that. I mean, that's the thing is, like, to me, like, I can understand if you're saying – Okay, well, it's Hang not. On one second. It's not fifty percent. Yeah, I can understand if your logic is it's not fifty percent that we're going to get this. So let's try the field goal. But at the same time, it's like it's it has to be more. It has to be a better chance of converting that with your timeouts than it is of a sixty-four yard field goal. Right, I think that's right. Sorry, we have cats here. Uh, so, okay. Um, oh, okay. Sorry about this. I'm on the radio. Um, okay, uh, Jeffrey, that was a little uh, inconvenient. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize for that. Do you do you lose faith in Nathaniel Hackett at this point? If you are a member of the team or not? I think you have to say no. The problem is, I thought. I thought. I'm curious to know your opinion because this was an interesting point that I thought Peyton made. Peyton was very perturbed that the and obviously Peyton is a Broncos guy and like he's coming from that perspective we can we can accept that but he was very unhappy with the fact that the NFL in Russell's first game made him go back to Seattle he pointed out I didn't go back to Indianapolis until the seventh game of week two and he thought like that was he thought that was that was too much like too too big of a first game I did enjoy the entire <laughs> conversation about being individually booed, right? There's the, right. there's the booed as a team, Correct. and then there's the individually booed. And uh, I, I think he has a point there. I mean, the NFL sets it up, uh, and, uh, and they obviously, yeah, let, let, let's do this. It does no favors to Russell Wilson. That's 100% true. Um, you know, on the other hand, the truth of the matter is, it's also an opportunity for Russell Wilson to go ahead and prove that you're the, you know, like, like, like you're playing Seattle without Russell Wilson. You, you should, you, Gino was good, but let's be honest, Denver should have won that game. And had they not fumbled on the one freaking twice, they would have won that game. And so there you have an opportunity for Russell Wilson to go, you know, to go back and to be triumphant in his return, et cetera. So, it, no, it's not an ideal situation. It becomes much worse when you lose it, <laughs> I, I guess is what Correct. I was going to say. I mean, to me, the, the bigger deal is their goal line offense was such a disaster last night. Like, that, that's where they lost the game. So, fourth down bot, one of my, my favorite Twitter accounts. Yeah. The percentage of... The percentage of getting the fourth down, fourth and five from the 46, was 44%. And the best part is, do you know what the percentage of success for the making of the field goal was? What? Literally zero. 
Uh, Geno Smith, 17-18 in the first half, two touchdowns, completed his first 13 passes. Uh, overall, 23 of 28, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Nice game for him. In terms of Russell being booed, I 100% expected it. And it, this is not ever very complicated. It doesn't matter what you have accomplished for the team that you have left when you return. And that is if you're a coach, if you're John Calipari, sure. and you've left Memphis. It, it, it does not matter what you did for them. The only thing that matters is, did you choose to leave or did they send you away? Correct. If they sent you away, which is what happened in Peyton's case, whereas his brother delighted to point out last night he was cut by, 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 the, by the Colts, then you can come back as a conquering hero, as a, we love you, we're sorry it ended that way, we're grateful you did everything for us, etc. If you chose to leave, at the minute you choose to leave, and you can say people are being petty, they should be more grateful, etc., but you find me a circumstance where someone chose to leave, no one wanted them to leave, and they came back and were embraced. Maybe LeBron, because he won a title. Was LeBron embraced his first time back to Cleveland? The, the second well, time around. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah but the I mean, the, the first, time, first around, time around, they literally burned his jerseys in the streets, and they called right. him, the, okay. I believe, how the four from Akron. You, how about when LeBron went back to Miami after choosing to leave Miami? Well, he that would require people being there. <laughs> I don't have any recollection of it honestly, of what happened uh, in that circumstance. So, but I also don't blame, like, it, to me, it's, it's, it's denying human nature. If you're going to sit there and call people petty for that or small or whatever else, you have to do it literally every time it happens because that's what people do. And if that's what people do, maybe the, maybe the, maybe the, the, the lesson is that people are petty, right? Like, whatever. People sports is tribal. And if you leave your tribe to go to another tribe, whether it's Nick Saban leaving LSU to go to Miami and then come back to Alabama, which is, you know, even that was, you know, he was booed heartily when he went back to LSU. It's tribal. You picked another tribe. You're now the enemy. I honestly 100% understand it. And I certainly don't criticize anyone for it. Do you? I mean, it's, it's the way it works. No, I, I completely agree with you because the other aspect that I felt like was getting left out of the equation, like, Russ had, Russ had asked out. And, you know, remember the – it was like, I can't remember if it was two summers ago or maybe, you know, the time stands still. But remember he's like, oh, I'm not asking a trade, but if you were to trade me, here's the list of teams I would go to. Right. Like, oh, no, Russ, now, if you're being – to be fair – ESPN story said that they had tried to trade him. They tried to trade him to trade sure. him, get the number one pick of the draft. Fans aren't that sophisticated. <laughs> if you are traded because you apparently want out, they're going to boo you. That's the way it goes. That's life. I do find one thing interesting about the Russell Wilson deal, and I know Peyton was defending him. He has become kind of an unpopular, don't you think, like, I don't think Russell Wilson's particularly beloved around the like, like the country. Like you think of Patrick Mahomes, and I know there are people who hate him, but sure. like, people like Patrick Mahomes. People Aaron Rodgers is complicated because the whole vaccination stuff. And well, and he's else. just a mercurial guy in general. Like right. he's just a surly he, guy. He, yeah, but but 
you know, who doesn't like Lamar Jackson at this point? I think everyone sort of likes him. Everyone sort of likes Josh Allen at this point. Uh, why? It feels like Russ is not particularly liked. And, in, and the truth of the matter is, is that you saw in Seattle, after he left, you have this circumstance where all these sort of former Seahawks who had held the franchise at arm's length are now re-embracing the franchise. It's pretty clear they were not big Russ fans. Yes, I, I think that's more than fair. Like, I saw some people go, oh, you know, you don't like him because he's corny. And it's like, no, I don't think that's it. In the end, I think what I think what is distasteful about him is everything just feels too much. Like, last night, did you see him walking in? Like, he's wearing, like, a right. green tux. It's just... It was very shiny. Everything very shiny. just feels like he tries too hard. And it's like, if you want to be the corny football guy, be corny football guy. But I think the problem is it comes across as, like, insincere. It's almost like right. he's trying to figure out a brand for himself. And, that's it, right. and it's just inauthentic. Uh, okay, so big picture... Are you prepared to write off Denver, and are you prepared to uh, reevaluate and give Seattle any kind of chance to do anything? So I still think Denver's good. Like if you look at last night, that's that's about as bad of a football game as they're going to play. I do think one of the bigger takeaways in Week One for me, Jeff, are you ready to heat up a conversation again? I think yeah. we're going to start heating up. Do you play your guys in the preseason again? Because well, yeah, that's an interesting deal because they, they the, the the preseason the guys who did not play in the preseason did not necessarily fare well. What was the number three and eight? Yeah, the QBs who did not play, and the weird thing about that is the QBs who do not play in the preseason are the good QBs. Correct. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's the you knew that in Carolina they were going to be playing in the preseason because they were trying to figure it out. Right, it was right? competition. You knew that. Jameis Winston had to play in the preseason because he had to, you know, reestablish himself. He's like, whatever. So the only QBs who don't play in the preseason are good QBs, and they still went 3-8. and eight. Yeah, and I, I actually think it's even deeper than just quarterbacks. For me, you know, I think, it's, I think it's the whole team because last night one of the things that really stood out to me about Denver was their tackling was horrible. And typically what we see with teams that, that didn't really – play their guys in the preseason, tackling's horrible. But I think it was one of those situations where McVay came in and, you know, he was the hot shot and everybody wanted their their version of McVay. And, you know, if you look at it, Hackett's another guy. It's like, did you coach with Sean McVay at some point and and you right. you become part of the league? And McVay was a big don't play the guys. I, I need him there for week one. And up until this year, McVay had actually had some pretty good success in week one. But – I, I think that conversation is going to get heated up because, it, in general, it was teams it that— It is interesting. Bills fans were mad that Josh Allen played at all yeah. in the preseason, but he did play. He did play in the preseason. Well, Mahomes, um, Mahomes played, I think, at least two of the three games. Yeah. Uh, if they had played the team in the preseason, if Denver had gone ahead and played their team in the preseason, would Nathaniel Hackett have been able to figure out that Javante Williams is better than Melvin Gordon? See, <laughs> why does he get seven carries and Melvin Gordon gets twelve carries? Now they each fumble. They each they're, right. they're each responsible for the for the for the one yard you know debacle. Well, I think first in the first half it was I think Seattle did a pretty good job of 
holding on to the football, and so it limited it limited the possessions. But I think it, I think what happened was they were behind so much that they thought they were going to have to throw, and they were more comfortable with Melvin Ingram and pass protection and, and those and those scenarios. Uh, other news from last night's game: Jamal Adams obviously goes off with a quad. Uh, and that was unfortunate. If you're looking around the NFL, we have other things we want to get to before we talk to uh, Gary, and then again Chris Harrington, and then Fish on Friday on Tuesday. Dak did have his surgery. He's not going on IR, right? Isn't that that? That's yeah. The so idea. Jerry Jones is saying he's not going on IR, and that there is quote a real chance end quote to return within four games. Do you think Mike McCarthy will get fired this year? So the only way I think he doesn't get fired, I believe he's his contract's up, and what they've been doing more more in the NFL but during the year. Does he get fired during the year or just not back next year? If you made me guess today, just not back next year. Is anyone going to get fired during the year? I think Matt Rule's got a chance, don't you? I think Matt Rule and Cliff Kings. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury, yeah. Yeah, I think that's possible, I think too. those two both have a shot. They didn't look good at all. I mean, I, it's hard to measure exactly because, A, they're injured, and B, Kansas City's terrific. But uh, they didn't look good, and I think Matt Rule. I think that's exactly right. Um, the other thing with Mike, Arizona is I need to go back and look, but I, I've forgotten the numbers. When they don't have DeAndre Hopkins, like, they go from being, you know, they go from being a, a – you know, 80, 90% win team to, like, cannot win a game. Uh, and then two other things I wanted to ask about the NFL before we go on to Memphis Tigers had a, had a uh, press conference yesterday. Um, um, you had a situation where, so the, the Chiefs, I don't know if you saw this number, of their 66 plays, 33 of them went for first downs. Yeah. And and so I've seen various power rankings. I don't know where the uh, the ESPN power rankings have recently dropped. But in terms of dominant victories, the Chiefs' victory even more dominant than the Bills' victory. Now, maybe not as good an opponent, right? But in terms of what they did, even more dominant. Of their 66 plays, 33 of them first downs. Yeah, I the numbers that I looked at, it was almost like a mirror image that the that the Bills and the Chiefs kind of had like mirror images in that both teams' offensive success rate, yards per play, everything was really similar. So I didn't make too much of it. Honestly, I kind of give the Bills an advantage because I thought, to me, the bigger story is I think the Cardinals look like they are not good this year. Right, the Bills clearly played the better play the better opponent. And then, how about this number? I wonder what you made of this one. The most accurate passer on throws past the sticks this past week, Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts. Your thoughts? Yeah, I watched a good bit of that game, and I think he, like, finished 18 of 32. But I did find myself impressed with him. Like, I thought, oh, he's he's making good throws. I just think at the same time, like, their offense is just, you know, how many times can, you know, what, what's, his, what's his shelf life of we're going to run him 15 times a game, we're going to throw it 30, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's just kind of a, I don't know, like, 
he's not a Lamar type runner. He's a very good runner, but he's not he's not like a generational type runner. No, but maybe maybe what we're learning is you can teach accuracy. Like we, we, I mean, he was still eighteen of, of thirty two. I know. Yes. Well, one of the truths of the world, though, is you can't teach accuracy. And obviously, Josh Allen was Exhibit A that you that apparently you can. And it'll it'll that'll be interesting. I, I don't expect him to become a you know pinpoint thrower. Uh, as the season progresses, but certainly a hopeful sign uh, for the Eagles. Turning our attention to the Tigers yesterday, Ryan Silverfield spoke, Laird Veach spoke. Uh, Laird Veach put to rest the, uh, the, the fear that there was going to be red paint at Simmons Bank Memorial Stadium. Uh, there had been some thought that there was going to be red paint. Unclear what the red, you know, it, uh, Simmons' logo is red. So, uh, he said, no red paint. And then he also uh, said, listen, we have moved to total digital ticketing uh, for your convenience. Now, I always hate it when people say something that is for my convenience if I don't find it convenient. <laughs> right? Like, right. honestly, the, C- the CA now, what they do on holiday weekends is they say, for your, I, I'm a still a paper subscriber, right? And they say, for your convenience, we're going to just have one paper. On, so you're not, I'm not going to get a paper on Saturday, and now I'm not getting it on Monday either because for my convenience, they're just doing it on Sunday. And that irritates me. Yes, I'm, it's like, it's like when uh, – it's on the yeah. airlines when they say thank you for your patience. It's like well, right. we didn't I'm have really any choice. <laughs> right, exactly. So um, – and this one is when Laird says it's for your convenience, if you're someone who doesn't know how to download an app, it's not convenient, right? It's not – like there are – Having said that, I hate to say this, I've seen lots of people angry that they can't have their paper tickets, right? And you, you can pay $50 extra and get, and get paper tickets. I have to say this, though, as a, a, a life changes. You know, I, I, you can be angry that you've got to get ESPN+. Plus. You could be angry that you had to get, uh, where was the Memphis Tiger game last week? CBS Sports. Sports it's, Jeff, it's the network of stars. It's the network of stars. You know, like In the end, that, that's totally yelling at the clouds. If you're yelling at digital ticketing because you want your print ticket, with all due respect, you just got to move on. Man. Like, life has changed. Same thing. If, if you're mad that the stock tables aren't in your newspaper anymore, right. or you're not getting every box score or whatever else, Life changes. You've got to move on. I, I, I don't like some of these things either, but uh, it's not like the Memphis Tiger football team invented digital ticketing. No, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I do think, to your point, like we're in this weird reality of there's so much content and whatnot, but it's like how close do you think people are to just being like, just give me cable back? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I, oh, oh here's what happened, actually. Over the, over the weekend – I, my cable was out. It's been out for two weeks. Um, my internet's been out. My internet and cable have been out for two weeks because I have AT&T, new versus AT&T, whatever. And I, it went out for something they did, uh, not next to my, you know, uh, somewhere down the road from my house. Very clear. It was nothing I did. And I told you this before. And they said, I called them. I couldn't get a real human being. And they said I could get an appointment, and they would call me back at 11.15. This was on a night when I was going to go to bed before 11.15. Correct. And this was at 2 in the afternoon. I said, fine, I'll stay up till 11.15. I stayed up till 11.15. 
they did not freaking call me back. What? Yes. I, I, I was enraged. I did not get the call. You know the thing where you leave your name, say your name, yes. Jeff Hawkins, and then it's, they call you back, you know, and they're like, if you don't want to wait in line, and I thought it was going to be two hours because it was two in the afternoon I called them. No, it was going to be 11.15 p.m. They did not call me back. I was so sounds like my high school dating life. It was a, it, it was a it was a busy week, and so I just I didn't want to deal with it. So another five days went by before I finally uh, called them and set up an appointment. And that this time they, they this time the person I still didn't talk to a person, but the 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 computer said they need someone to come to my house, and it couldn't be done for six days from when they come to my house. So I've been without internet. I've been without. And so I called John Martin and I said, how the hell do I watch this game Saturday? The Tiger football game. Cause I can't watch it on my TV. Right. I said, can I watch it on the phone? He said, well, if you have YouTube TV, you can watch it, but you don't have YouTube TV because you, you've got AT&T verse. And I said, I might. <laughs> and I did. I'm paying for things that I don't even know I'm because at one point I signed up for this damn thing. Sure. Probably now, happily, probably in another similar situation. You paid for it because you're like, well, I gotta watch this and yes. I gotta watch it at this whatever and I've been paying for it ever since. It's so damn irritating. It is irritating. I will grant you life right now, figuring out where you where you have to go to watch your team is really irritating. Um, on the other hand, once upon a time you used to have to wait till like WKNO showed it, you know, like, like oh, the co- remember watch. remember when the coaches show was oftentimes the only way you could see the, the only game. Way you can watch any highlights is you catch some glimpses of the coaches show. Yeah, like so it is frustrating, but you have to move on. In terms of other things that were said yesterday, uh, security will be beefed up. That hadn't even occurred to me that it would be a scary thing to go to the football game Saturday. But anyway, uh, um, uh, security will be. Uh, pumped up, and he would not say how many season tickets they have. Never, never. I mean, I, I didn't expect him to, but not a great sign. I'll be honest. Like that's not, it, normally, if it's if it's a big number, they'll give you at least a ballpark, right? Yes. He said it's in line with where it's done recently. Recently doesn't mean back four years ago during the heyday. Recently Correct. means last it, year. It, right? if, if you get a vague answer to that question. That typically yeah. means that it's not a number that's it's not great. enthusiastic. It's not, it's not bad. I don't think it's cataclysmically right. bad, but I don't believe it's great. And uh, and not a great answer to the uh, question that Mark asked about raising money for the new stadium. And I, you know, when I talked to the president two weeks ago, I guess it was now or whatever, ran that story two weeks ago, and said, and the president of the University of Memphis said, listen, it's not our stadium. They're going to have to raise the money. And we already know the mayor has said, uh, it's not our football team. They're going to have to raise the money. Oh, yeah. So that, We're in a big that, passing of the blame. Well, that's an interesting place they got there. So we'll hope that they do raise the money for that. It is a big stretch for Memphis football. And right now you're looking at, you know, they got the next three games at home. We'll be favored, depending on what happens in each of those games. Presumably we'll be favored in the next three. I think it is a big stretch for Ryan Silverfield. Not in the same way that the Navy game was, which was, oh, my God, you better win this or you're done. Um, this one is, uh, th- these next three are a real opportunity yes. to reestablish something. But what happens, Jeffrey, if they go you know, two and one over the next three? Don't you think it matters how they look? Like if it's two and one and maybe they just get into, in one of these games, it just gets into a shootout and it, it could, either team could have won. It just, you know what I mean? Like if it's like a toss-up. 
But if they go two and one and it's kind of dispiriting, you know, maybe they, they try to keep running the ball and they, they take the ball out of Seth's hands, then I think I think the same types of frustrations that were boiling, I, I think, could come back. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think that's right. Uh, now, of course, they did the run the ball uh, extraordinarily well. Of course, they did anything extraordinarily well against Arkansas State last last year, and Arkansas State's defense is better this year. Yes. And anything when, else when they sent people. in a play, it had a high success rate last year. Yes. Uh, anything else strike you from uh, from from either of those two press conferences yesterday? Not not particularly. I mean, if you're some, I don't. Maybe maybe this is me being uh, negative, Nelly. I'll take the under. Uh, I'll I'll take the under on that stadium's going to be ready in 2025. Yeah, they're going to have to create some enthusiasm for that going forward. I, on this, by the way, and and on the question of stadiums and also uh, uh, building a roster yeah. and everything else at, at Memphis right now. I don't like any kind of defeatism. Well, for example, take when Ryan said, we're building this the right way because we can't just go and, 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 and buy players, right? We can't sure. do the, the, the name NIL stuff that other teams can do right now, right? Yep. You can argue that that is just reality, which is fine. I would argue that that is defeatism. In other words, it seems to me that there's a reasonably good pitch you would have if you're the Memphis football coach and the University of Memphis president, which is in terms of the sports landscape and in terms of the university landscape, there is nothing that is more important than getting into the Big 12 or some other conference, right? Like, we're not, this, Memphis is never going to get a Major League Baseball team or, you know, Memphis, you know, this is, this is, in fact, the next most important thing. And nothing you pour into basketball is going to do that for us. If we can be the football team that Cincinnati was last year, like, just consistently kicking ass, right? Consistently kicking ass and being demonstrably the best team outside the power power five or certainly one of the best two teams outside the power five that is critical not because people love football but it's critical for the future of the university and honestly because the university is so important to the city to the city so what we need to do is explain that to the 20 most you know important people and the richest people in the city and raise enough money so we can compete I don't think it's acceptable to say we can't go get players with with I, I do think in these circumstances, what would John Calipari do? Like I, I had my clashes with John Calipari, but he was ambitious, right? No, and, and, and he, he was me, he off he and oftentimes like if he saw like this problem, it's like fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, it's like, it, don't tell me it can't be done. I will do it. I will get it done. And there is, I think, there's a compelling story that you could tell about Memphis football about the need to get this done, whether it's the stadium or the roster. Am I, am I being Pollyanna? No, I mean, I guess this is kind of the other question, though, that I have along the same lines that you're talking about. Is this be, me being too negative when I say, when I hear someone go, well, we've got to build the roster, you've got to develop the roster, 
And all I think to myself is, congratulations, you're developing the roster for someone else. And I don't mean, like, at Memphis. I mean, like, literally, they're just going to, you know, as soon as... Oh, anytime. Anytime someone says that. Correct. They're developing the roster for someone else, yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.